The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome back to the Mindspo podcast. You are here for another episode of Deep Diving with the Souls. I'm here with my partner in crime, my partner in life and in business, my lover, Chris Soul. Hello, hello. Hey, baby. Today we are talking about relationships. Mm, Ooh. Spicy. Spicy. <laughs> oh, oh, let's go, baby. This has been highly requested. Has it? Yeah. Okay. A lot of people want us to talk about relationships. All right, let's give it to them. Do you feel like you can talk about relationships? I, I can until the cows come you, home. You can. Are yes. you a relationship expert? At this point, yes. Oh, see, I wouldn't call myself a relationship expert. I, I'm still figuring it out. But look, I will say we have been in a relationship for 12 years. I've been studying relationship dynamics for 12 years now. So, Am I your point of tw- study? This has been a 24-hour <laughs> <laughs> curriculum. Rochelle, in the wild, what have you learned about my species? <laughs> Many things. Let's dive in. <laughs> <laughs> so look, we we have a lot that we could say on relationships. Oh, yeah. And if I'm really honest with you guys on the podcast, something that Sol and I, I don't want to say struggle with, but I, I do want to say we protect is our relationship. Mm-hmm. We're fiercely protective of our relationship. We work together, we live together, we do business together, and we're doing this podcast together. And we want to share with you so much personal growth stuff. But sometimes we're a little bit wary of sharing some of the intimate details of our life. We're vulnerable. But then there are some things like our relationship that we're like, oh, how deep do we want to go? I, I think what it is mainly is we've kind of decided a long time ago we wouldn't turn it into a commodity, right? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't monetize our relationship because mm-hmm. there are a lot of creators that we saw that you choose different routes that you want to become known for. And, and there's nothing wrong and, with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when I saw that, I always thought, mm, that's a bit that's a bit dangerous because you're turning your relationship into business and our relationship already has so much business in it as it is. Yeah. So the last thing I would want to do is create a scenario where if you're having an off day, suddenly the business comes to a halt Mm. and you start feeling out of alignment unless you start sharing it, in which case you then have to air all of your internal dialogue to the entire world. It just gets a little messy for my liking. and And I think to be honest with you, one of the things about that is that we actually had a lot of messiness in our relationship. So that was coming from also like a wounded place of, oh my gosh, I don't want to share this because we were up and down and all around, like especially at the beginning of our relationship. Like that was- That's a curve for sure. (laughs) It's only gotten better. (laughs) It's only gotten better. It was was not smooth sailing to start off with. We started in the middle of a hurricane, in the eye of a hurricane. (laughs) And we've now come out into- well, long we came out of the we came out of the hurricane a long time, long time ago. ago, about ten years ago now, yeah. almost I would say. So we wanted to talk about our relationship, and we're going to do more episodes on this. But one of the things we want to talk about is 
There are two things that we have learned that are kind of like key things that we've learned about each other that used to be sticking points. Mm. These used to be things that we would fight about over and over and over and over and over again. And this was kind of like one of these things that we were in a vicious cycle with both these things until we had these realizations. But before I do that, I do just want to preface, this is us giving our insights, our advice. Take what you want from this episode. Leave what doesn't serve you. This is subjective, subjective and anecdotal. It's what works for us. So yeah, let's let's start with you, baby. Okay, hit me. So, <laughs> something, let's go. Something that was just like, what you got? Let's go. Come on. Ooh. Come on. Hit me. Let it rip. Hit me. Imagine if we just did couples counseling on the podcast. <laughs> so funny. Just have a pillow fight. <laughs> mm. uh, okay, so something that Sol used to do all the time, and he still does, that re- used to really irk me and kind of send me into a spin, was that you would need time by yourself. <laughs> My God, what a dick. <laughs> How look, dare he? And I oh, think it's very normal. Drop and- that zero. <laughs> okay, Get with the hero. <laughs> look, a hero that just sits that by you all okay, day that long. That didn't come out so well. Okay, if you just took a sound out of what I just said, I sound like an absolute psychopath. You sound so like an OnlyFans model. Can or we backpedal? <laughs> what do you mean an OnlyFans model? I'm, I'm just saying someone who might have some some views that are a bit challenging. Okay, I don't think OnlyFans models have views that are challenging. True, totally judgmental comment. That I'm was just, backtrack it. Yeah, we, we, take, are, you know, it back. we are all in support of women expressing themselves and making money out of however they want to make money, especially of desperate dudes. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> All right. So what I wanted to say is you used to need a lot of time by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to put you off kilter there, didn't and I? And you did. And my, at the time, extreme anxious attachment style mm. and extraordinary low self-love mm. could not handle it. And I never used to really understand that when you needed time for yourself, I would take it as a direct hit that you needed time away from me. So I kind of saw it as you like running and escaping. And at the beginning of our relationship, look, if you haven't kind of heard our story and you're new to this podcast, I always highly recommend to everyone to go back to episode one, our pain to purpose journey, because that is going to make so much sense. Of, a lot of context in there. There's a lot of context for us, why we do what we do, Mindspo, the journey that we've been on why we're so passionate about mental health and personal growth. And, you know, I was in a really dark place when we first met. And the first few years of our relationship, I was, you know, kind of coming out of some really heavy mental health struggles. So everything that you did, I took personally, and I didn't have much self-awareness. And I was very much in a victim mentality where the world was happening to me. And I would freak out every time that you needed some space or needed to go out and, you know, wanted to just take some time to yourself. I would be like, he's going to dump me. It's all all over and I would be in what's this what's wrong with me yeah what's wrong with me and it was at a time where I didn't love myself I you know was had an eating disorder at the time like I was in a really low place and oh, yeah. it developed in our relationship where for years because I always associated you leaving and needing some space as like a negative thing even when I had built myself up and I was in a more positive place you leaving never felt like a good thing. Like you just needing to like take half a day to yourself and go off and go do something because we lived with each other from the beginning of our relationship in a studio apartment, which is basically where I healed my PTSD and depression and all the stuff that I've gone through. And I was really attached to you because I didn't have any grounding within myself. I was, it was trauma bonding to be honest. And we have 
cleared that up and worked through so much of that. So it's not like we're now trauma bonded or anything like that. Like we have a very conscious, cool, chilled relationship, but it's, it was something that really I struggled with. And even years on when you would, when we'd go through a bit of a rough patch, mainly even like you were going, navigating something in your life and you needed to just kind of take a few days or you wanted to go do whatever, I would immediately not feel good about it. And that was until we figured out something called cave soul. time. Cave time. All right. So sell it to the ladies listening. What is right. cave time? Why do men need it? Ah, yes. All right. This one's for the fellas. <laughs> but this one's for everyone, honestly. If you are in a relationship with where it's a, a woman and a man, but mm. to be honest, this this is also just as relevant for, for women in general. It's just mm. that women, I don't think, push for it the, the same way. You don't quite see it maybe Mm -hmm. so it's like this we i think it also could be in like if you were two guys together or two women together i don't think it's specifically totally totally. but i mean when we found this information it was relating to a man and a woman in a relationship but that's what i was saying i think this is relevant to pretty much anyone Mm -hmm. in all honesty we can only ever speak from our personal experience totally anyway let's zoom out so we had this continual cycle right where we would spend all this time together and then I would just get to this point where I'm like, like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like something in me, in my soul, in my intuition is telling me like, you need to just go be by yourself right now. And I could either be by myself or I could also just be in the company of like friends or like a guy or whatever. But like, I needed to just get away from the relationship, even just for a few hours. All right. And I wasn't quite aware of what was happening. I don't know how to express this the right way to you so that it wouldn't turn into something with a negative backlash. And no matter what I tried, no matter how I would describe this, it would always immediately trigger a sense of abandonment in you. You would take it upon yourself that this meant something about you. Clearly something's wrong with you and the relationship if I need to go away for a few hours. And then one day we were in the Gold Coast and I was in a random bookshop it was like a like a a stall in the shopping center where they just had books everywhere and then there was this one book about relationships and i flicked through it and it randomly started talking about this concept called cave time and everything just kind of clicked into place so quickly i always reference our primal biology i'm not a effing biologist by any means but i think you can learn a lot by looking and by expanding your awareness to consider we are cave people essentially so we do things for like cave person reasons you know and one of those things is that if you go back hundreds of thousands and millions of years what is a relationship dynamic like generally between a man and a woman say a bunch of cave people right well the men would go off for days at a time to go hunting They would be by themselves. The women would be together in their group, raising the children, gathering, doing all that stuff. And then the men and the women would come back together. But there would always be this time apart. And I guess in this day and age, most people have jobs. So that kind of still facilitates this sense of being separated for a while and then coming back together. In our case, we were spending an insane amount of time together we still do like we we compared to say somebody who has a 40 hour a week job like we've probably been together for like 50 years by now at this point a lot of our friends i need to just like say here like so many of our friends that know us are 
just blown away because they're like, how do we spend so much time together? It is literally Trial like we've, we've been in a 60-year relationship with the yes. actual amount of time accrued. I mean, look, put two wild cats in a cage together and let them fight it out and then eventually they'll settle. <laughs> you and me in the studio apartment with all of the mental health stuff you had to go through with yeah. me being completely unconscious as well. I mean, this is why we teach people meditation because that was the thing absolute- that saved me. Yeah, it's the absolute- turning point in that whole journey but the thing the big takeaway was is that it's completely natural and normal that a guy would get this sense of needing to be away needing to be in solitude needing to be with other men needing to go hunting and exploring and something like that this is a inborn urge that most of us have if not all of us though maybe a lot of us might need to suppress it at this point or we do and i think it made you realize that if i have that sense because we hang out together all day long we talk a lot about emotions and thoughts and we spend quality time together I'm not exactly out here hunting and, you know, dinner on a weekly basis. So, like, I may not be fulfilling a lot of these primal needs that I used to have. So, for instance, during the pandemic, you remember there was a period of time where I started playing Call of Duty because you and me are just sitting like rats in a cage in a fight-or-flight world. And then I discovered this game where I would be able to talk with a headset with three of my friends and we'd go on, like missions together to hunt and compete with each other and all this stuff and to be honest the, the reason that game blew up the way it did is because it bonded men and even women as well together all over the world in this shared primal journey which which is this thing that just like when a bunch of people sit around a fire and they talk there's just something about sitting around a fire and staring into it it just calms you down because you can sense that we've been doing that for hundreds of thousands of years it's in our dna and so spending time by yourself or apart from your partner is completely normal and doesn't reflect anything upon the relationship and in fact whenever i would go away whenever i would have that time for a few hours to be disconnected from you to stop thinking about you to just be in my own little mental bubble and experiencing life on my own when i'd come back again it's that saying right absence makes the heart grow fonder suddenly i would see you again in a new life I would be recharged. I would feel normalized again. I would feel like things have fallen back into place. Yeah. The, so I, I think yeah. the thing I want to say here is like, so this example that we're giving, the original kind of example of it, I was in a really bad place For when sure. this was happening, right? And these days we are so good with this. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah, like we're so happy being completely by ourselves. We can spend weeks apart. Like we're totally chill. Yeah. And a lot has shifted because a lot has shifted in me. Like our inner world creates our outer world. And I had inner chaos. So I was creating outer chaos. It was all a projection of what was going on inside me with all my different trauma responses within the relationship. But I think the reason I wanted to bring this one up specifically for me is when I feel as a woman, I can put a name to this thing. It helped me understand it mm. so much because I used to just see it as you escaping or you running away. So I had created a story and a situation in my head about what this meant about me and what this meant about my relationship. And 
having this frame of cave time and even like if you're listening to this and you're in a relationship using this frame and asking your partner like does this resonate with you do you feel like as a man you need this like literally your action step is you could go up to your partner and go do you often feel like you need time by yourself just to be alone reflect and hang out with the guys and your partner will probably be like yes can i caveat that as well be really mindful how you ask a guy that. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do it really open-heartedly with zero sense of judgment or sarcasm or anything in your voice. Otherwise, he may just say what he thinks you want to hear. Yeah, and he true. may be like, no, babe, no, I don't need to. I don't need to. Deep down, he really may. It's just that he feels he doesn't have permission And Mm. because there's a lot of situations like that, there's a lot of men out there who aren't really spending time with other men anymore. And they might just be in a relationship where it's just me and my partner. We we live in a society that encourages people to live in this little nuclear two parents and their kids situation. Mm. And men can become very domesticated in that process to just wear that part of themselves down. Yeah. And I, I feel like men are also in the situation where women are demonizing this time sometimes. I was demonizing this time. Like I was, and I take full responsibility for that. Like I was demonizing. It and I was projecting all of my shit and I made it mean so many things about me and I didn't ever consider what that meant for you. I saw this as a attack on me. I did not see it as a primal thing that you needed. So what we've done now is having this name cave time. This has totally changed our relationship with this time. And now when soul needs it, soul will literally sometimes say to me, you know what, babe, I just need some cake time. I just need some cake time. And I go, okay. And now I go, what does that mean? That means that my partner needs time by themselves to recoup, recharge, maybe be with other men, do something that maybe I'm probably not into and just have that time by yourself. And for me personally, now that we have this frame of cave time, to me, it just seems like a an ingrained thing that you you need yeah. that I need to actually as a woman to create space for, to respect. And also, like, I really kind of enjoy the aspect of, oh, that means that I, for me personally, I'm like, well, you know what? I want to have more woman time. I want to have more like time by myself and kind of taking that as an opportunity not to wallow. Because like back in the day, I would wallow during yes. that time yes. and gosh, binge eat and God knows what else. And now I'm just like, cool, Sol's doing his thing and I'm just going to work on this or go <laughs> hang out with this person or lay on the couch and read a book. I just reframe that time. And I think another thing as well is never guilting you when you have that time because right. that was something that was really prevalent in our relationship years ago where whenever you had that time, I would have this kind of negative energy and then you would go off and then you would then have like a negative time because you're an extroverted feeler. So giving people that time and you're not even giving it, like realizing that like it, it they need it, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, and this, so a couple things there as well is, number one, there's been multiple times now where we've initiated like cave time. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to go and take some time, blah, 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 blah. And when I come back, I actually hear you say, wow, that was really good for me as well. I didn't even realize I needed that. Mm-hmm. So like number one is this cave time thing isn't just for for men when you think about it because women need to connect with other women, of course, and be in like that, that feminine energy, but like alone time to reflect. Mm-hmm. You rarely choose to initiate it, mm-hmm. but it's pretty much – it's it's like going to the gym, right? You never re- regret a gym session. You never regret a meditation session. You probably also don't really regret like some time 
for self-reflection. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's it's kind of wild because I think some people that might be listening to this, they're not in our relationship and they're not in our dynamic. And it's like, we have had 12 years together. We live together. We work together. We work on businesses together. We're in a foreign country together. We've traveled together. So it's, it's like there's nothing in our life that actually creates space for us to be apart. And that was the issue in our relationship where everything was so bound together that we had to create like a positive way for us to spend time apart and also reframe because we were in this cycle for years mm-hmm. where when we spent time apart it was a negative thing and really creating the space to spend time apart and it be a positive thing and reframing that and that really like reframes your nervous system because here's the thing you're always moving away from pain and towards pleasure right so if when you used to go off it created pain of course I would stop you from doing that because all I wanted was pleasure in mm-hmm. the relationship whereas now I see we have totally reframed this by being intentional with it, giving it a name, having open conversation about it, really discussing it and realizing that, oh no, this is a positive thing. Classic example. I recently spent like two weeks by myself in the UK. Some of the best time that I needed. (laughs) I'll never forget. I was in the UK staying with my friend Megan and just doing a whole bunch of stuff. And Sol went to Greece and then Sol was having some issues with Airbnbs and stuff. And Sol calls me, hey, Rosh, how are you going? I think I might fly to the UK today to, to, to come stay with you. My initial reaction was not one of excitement. Mm-mm. And Sol was shocked. And I picked that up. I was like, oh, all right. I was like, I am in Megan's house. Like I am in this like amazing, beautiful I was interrupting environment. interrupting cave time. I, you were interrupting my like woman cave time. I was so happy. And I was like, oh, Sol's going to come back. And I had the dog and I was in a routine. I was like, I don't want him to come back. I'm really enjoying being by myself. And I think one of the most beautiful things that our relationship is now we have, we love spending time apart. And I think it's so interesting because we've been in such a cycle of that used to be a huge trigger for us. You know, because of that, I ended up at the airport the next day with my friend Jules yeah. and, and I had my flight to the, to the UK already booked, remember? Because we decided like I was going to come. That's oh, the thing. Oh, yeah. So I had the flight booked and then the reason, and then Jules was like, he'd said a couple of days before, like, should we go to Mykonos? But there were no flights left. All mm-hmm. the flights had been booked out. And so we got to the airport and then he said, Mykonos? And I was like, I mean, if there's a flight, he goes, all right, I'm going to check if there's a flight. If somehow magically two seats have manifested, we'll go to Mykonos. <laughs> and lo and behold, two, two seats had freed up. So we're like, all right, let's do it. So then we just deviated from there because I could sense in yeah. when I told you that I was coming, you were like not exactly overjoyed. No. So I was like, you know what? Let's just continue that. I, th- I, I do want to say one thing, though. Mm-hmm. This is, by the way, this episode – I think should probably just be on this point. I'm okay. noticing right. we were going to do two two things. We'll we should save, save the other that one for the for next one. one. So one thing I do want to say here is if you are listening right now and you're thinking, okay, oh wow, I could really see that this is something we can improve in my relationship, and you want to action this with your partner, the one thing I have to say is when you spend time apart, we live in this really ridiculous time right now where we we have normalized over-communication and over-connection. Oh, yeah, right? this is a so, huge so, point. So like, you know, I, I feel like I'm the canary in the coal mine because I was 15 or something when I got my first phone and I've seen the world when it was completely disconnected. Nobody has a portable phone. And then now I'm, I've embraced all of this technology wholeheartedly more so than, say, my parents' generation. So I see both sides of this world. Mm. And the way that 
we are now in this situation where if somebody doesn't write back to you within like an hour or something, or they leave you on red and people have an emotion, mm -hmm. they like, they imply like, wow, like what's wrong with you? Why didn't you? It's like, this isn't exactly normal. It's not healthy. It's not healthy to be connected to hundreds of people like that all day long. It's very strange. And when you need cave time as a guy, the one thing I would say is if you separate with any slight air of you don't deserve this, this is off, something's weird, the guy will not get that replenished sense at the end of it, right? Mm -hmm. So in the beginning when you and me would have, I would have cave time, but because we weren't aware that it was cave time. And I was unconscious, scattered fox. Right. So we would leave it. I would leave it until I'm here. Mm. And then I would, the only way that I could get time by myself is I'd have to have an emotional reaction. I'd be like, I just need some time by myself or something. And then you're like, <gasps> you get triggered because obviously I just, informed you in a negative way, right? So then the time is actually completely useless. Like I do not feel good at the end of it. So the, the couple pieces of advice I would say is if you really want to action this cave time thing, it has to be done like on a mutual understanding that like you're now going to have some time by yourself, okay? We always had for all of history. And that also, that means number one, you do it in a good energy, but number two, it also means that you don't keep messaging each other mm. the whole time. So if, true. if you are still mentally connected because you're like, I'm, I know that you're going to message again, you know, so like I keep checking my phone every 10 minutes to see, oh, there's a conversation ongoing. It's not really going to have that, that effect. What you want is you actually want to be able to stop thinking about each other. Mm. Like ideally, that's normal. That's natural. We, it, it's such a strange time. Yeah, you know? it, it's so funny because going back to that always moving away from pain and moving towards pleasure, I was used to be in this whole thing where whenever we spent time apart, it was a negative thing. So I think one of the key things in our relationship that we have in built in that we're probably needing to really kind of even the plan in our relationship, to be honest, is having time apart that is for no reason that things are going wrong, but because things are going well. And mm -hmm. I think that that's so healthy and also so needed because I think having a good association with time by yourself and it not being because things are going negative is so mind-blowingly beautiful. Like the time that I recently had in the UK when you were in Mykonos and I could not give a rat's ass that you're in Mykonos. I remember a few people were like, he's in Mykonos by himself. I'm like, yeah, he's with Jules. He's having yeah, a good I'm time. I'm like, you could have been. And and I, I could wouldn't, have been. I, thing, I, yeah. I wouldn't have cared. Totally. I'm super chill about that. Like we're at that point in I our was relationship. I eating a smoothie bowl and having the wind blown <laughs> through my long, long locks. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. But I think the thing it's is- extremely windy when I was there. Okay. But I think the thing that I would say is that having this time by yourself as a woman and as a man, or however you identify yourself, having that time by yourself when things are going well, when there's nothing going mm. wrong, oh my gosh, it's a completely different kind of time by yourself. Because in our relationship for a few years, we would only- ever really have like very intentional long periods of time by ourselves when something was wrong. Whereas now it's like we carve out days, times, weeks where we 
are apart and there's nothing wrong. There's no reason for it. It's just like, oh, I just need this. And sometimes it's nice to have a focus of the time apart where it's like, oh, I'm, I need to go write or I need to go work on this project or I'm going to go brainstorm on this business. But making sure that it's done because there's nothing going wrong actually really changes your relationship with time alone. And I feel it also makes your relationship so much stronger because it's not like in that time. When we used to have time apart when something was wrong, it was like in that time apart, all we would be doing is mulling and thinking and analyzing the relationship. Whereas now when we have time apart and we're just by ourselves, it's like, I'm working on myself. I'm not thinking about you. I'm not like, oh, how's Sol doing? I'm like, yeah, Sol's off doing his thing. He's a Mykonos. He could be popping bottles. He's hanging out with Jules. I'm here working on this and doing this and writing this meditation. And oh, I had this idea here. Like it opens up so much space for you to be able to channel that into other directions, which is something that we never used to have at the beginning of our relationship. I don't think of the first parts of our relationship we ever spent time by ourselves that was like a positive thing. And that's it's kind of crazy when I look back at that. Yeah, it's a way to also just mitigate codependency. Yeah. It's like they say, two halves don't make a whole, yada, yada, yada. It's like, well, what does that look like on the day to day? It means that you could both spend some time apart and it not be an issue. That's what it would. That's what a relationship looks like if two people are whole in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like we're together because we like each other. We like our time together. However, I also like my time by myself, and I prioritize that because there are downloads and ways of thinking and revelations that only come through after hours of being by yourself. There's probably things that come down if you're by yourself for days. That's why people go on Vipassana retreats and stuff. And they say like, holy crap, it's just taking away all stimuli, all conversations, all technology, all these magical things start to happen. Most people live their entire lives now in a way where you're never making room for that anymore. Yeah. And it's, I think it's also wild. Like I've spoken to so many people that are married and that also work for themselves or work from home. And they're like, yeah, we're together 24 seven. Like there is never a reason for us to be apart. And you have to be intentional about that. So yeah. Whoo. Download. <laughs> yes. Cave time. Deep dive. Cave time. It's important. So the action step I would say is discuss this with your partner. Do it from a place of like absolute yeah. love. Not that there's a problem. And like, ask him to be honest. Ask him to be say honest. There's no, there's no judgment. And and understand that like when people you know ask for these things, like not always to project them to make it mean something about yourself. And I'll say for me personally with my own journey, the more I have learned to work on myself, love myself, respect myself, know my own worth, the more comfortable I have become in this relationship. The work that we have really done on our relationship is work on ourselves. Like this relationship is a mirror. You are always triggering things within me that are unhealed within myself. Like cave, like time apart used to be a big trigger because I had mad abandonment issues and I was super anxiously attached. And it's funny these days, I would not consider myself like an anxiously attached person in this relationship it's a completely secure attachment. Like I am so chilled because we've been through so much and I've changed my attachment style. So I think just also know that so much can change and so much can grow and develop when you give it that time to really be conscious, to take your ego out of things and to look at things without projecting and and kind of like having a poor me story about it and seeing things from the other person's point of view. We all have so much internal conditioning. We bring so much shit into to our relationships, right? It's like we come with this bag of unhealed goodies and it's like, ah, 
cool. This is like on top of the relationship. And I feel like part of a long-term relationship, any relationship is shining a light on all of the places where we don't feel whole and learning how to heal those things within ourselves so we can be two holes coming together and creating something even stronger than before. You know, Sol and I operate from the belief that we are not two halves that create a whole. Like we are working on being continuously two holes that come together and choose to come together because the relationship is in vibrational alignment, which I think is really important. So yeah, we will be back maybe next week with the second part of this where we can talk about the other thing. If you like this episode on relationships, let us know. If you're interested in hearing more about this on the podcast, the best way that you can let us know that you like this episode is just to share it out on stories so I can see on the mentions if this is resonating with you. Share this with someone else that you feel might need a little bit of love or helping hand in their relationship, might want to see things from a different perspective from two people that have been in a relationship for 12 years. This, this is just a small piece of the conscious relationship puzzle yes. think of it like that 100% thank you so much for being on the podcast again my pleasure and we will see you in the next one thank you for joining me for this episode you can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox if this episode inspired you then please pass it on and share the love And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic.